The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And we're here tonight to bring you another episode of the Live Healthy, Be Healthy show. And, of course, we always start our show out with a little segment that we call In, in the, the news. news. Right. And there's always some interesting stuff comes up in the news, but this time, this one, I think, touches my heart. Okay? They found that coffee. Now, this is there's been some pretty good stuff come out about coffee lately, but this is another one that came out about coffee protecting against the melanoma. Yeah, in melanoma, skin cancer, bad skin cancer. Yeah, bad skin way. cancer, and they actually the one that they found that it was you know really good against was the malignant melanoma. Yeah, which most melanoma is, but um, they showed that actually consuming coffee can decrease your risk by twenty percent. Right, and now that was if you did about four, four cups, cups a day. Right. Okay, so I got that covered. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You got it well covered. I got that well covered. See, I, I like. I might be a little coffee. under. She's probably a little under, but I, I like my coffee, so I'm well covered at, at four cups a day. And they actually said that uh, you know if you de- decrease it, uh, it really, really, really incre- increases your risk factors too. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So yeah. okay, I'm going to. Oh, now they did say that it did not work on non-caffeinated. I was going to say that. Unleaded stuff that you folks yes. drink. Decaffeinated coffee. Absolutely worthless. Uh, it <clears> really doesn't is. Work, nah, but, doesn't work. And we also say, now, if you're going to drink coffee, drink it black. Oh, yeah. You don't, <clears throat> don't get the added sugar and the nah. risk of diabetes and everything else that goes along with it. So, And, you know, that's uh, I'd have to say, Janine, in talking to a lot of our folks, you know, that's one of the questions they always have when we talk about you know, getting rid of sugar. Is what am I going to put in my coffee? What am I going to put in my coffee? I'm like, oh, my God. Stevia is one. Stevia, okay, if you, you have to do that. something. You have to do that, yeah. And, you know, I've, I've told a lot of them to try a little almond milk. And they say, well, you know, it's not too bad. Yeah. And you um, develop a taste for things. I mean, I if like you it, even yeah. drink it black, you get used to it. Now, I started drinking it black back in college because I didn't want the extra calories. I didn't, no, want, I to gain, I didn't want to gain weight, but I needed that pick-me-up before my <laughs> 730 class. So yeah, I did, those early classes were tough, I believe me. So that's when I started drinking a little coffee, and I drank it black then, and I've drink, drink, I've drank it, still black drink it black ever yeah. since. Um, and so I do know I don't get extra calories for my coffee, and a lot of people do if they drink coffee all day and right. add a lot of sugar to it. But I thought that was interesting. There are, it, there's it, a lot of foods. You know, if you look at some of the stuff coming out, there's a lot oh, of yeah. foods that can actually help with different problems, like cocoa. Yeah. Now, again, but cocoa... You don't want the sugar. You want the dark chocolate. You want the as dark as you can get. Mm-hmm. But cocoa has been shown to help many health problems. Well, you know, it helps uh, blood pressure. Uh, and memory. Memory. There's been a lot a big, about memory lately. Actually, there has. Matter of fact, we're, we're looking at 
and a little secret we're giving out here. A memory formula. A memory formula. And one of the things that we're looking at is the various um, cocoa extracts for that. Yeah. And uh, as a matter of fact, one of our, our, our people that helps me with this stuff just sent me some information on a particular brand, if you will, of uh, a raw material of a cocoa extract. And it looks phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, cocoa so, yeah. extract. So, yeah. you know, like I said, coffee and like I said, mm-hmm. it's, it's too, the stuff you put with it. Because like I said, and when they do the, the stuff on coffee, they, mm-hmm. they, they don't look at the sugar intake that goes with it. They yeah. don't. They just look at the actual effects of the coffee and the caffeine that's in the coffee because they do think it's the caffeine that actually well, part of the caffeine is what helps. Actually, they, they've, they've done some studies in the past where they actually took caffeine and put it on the skin externally. And they show that it does block the UV, uh, UVB from actually causing skin damage. Yeah. That's so putting it on external. Even so, topically. So I, I, I personally rather drink my coffee than wear it. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, that is that is an option, you know. You might not get the uh, little pick-me-up effect from it on the skin. Quite, quite nice. That's probably true. But they did it. It's a pretty good-sized study. They, they looked at like over 400, almost 450,000. People. And they, and they looked at the non-Hispanic white subjects, the guys that are going to get the melanomas, and they, that's what they looked at. The lighter-skinned people. And they did say, right. because they only looked at one group of people, that it mm-hmm. may not, you know, apply to other groups. Oh, I'm sure it probably would. And yeah, because of the, the most, groups that they yeah. did use. But the people that are higher risk for the malignant melanoma are your lighter skinned people. Right. And me being one of those that tends to burn at the, you know, a uh, hundred watt light bulb. Yeah. So, you know, can put me on, on light me up. So I, I, you know, okay, I got this coffee thing down pat because I do love my coffee and I'm really. And I got the cocoa thing down. You got the I cocoa. Do, yeah, I do right. like chocolate, but I she do does. do the dark. I do dark chocolate. Uh, I'm going to tell her she does love her chocolate, but and <laughs> she's right. She does do, what is it, 70 or 80% yeah, or something like that? Yeah, it's like 72, the 70, one that I do the most. Right. I mean, there's some that go even yeah. higher, which is probably even better. Well, I'm and sure. I better. Right. And I don't overdo it. And I don't do any of the desserts any time of the day. That's true. And so I get my little bit of chocolate every day because I do do it every day. Oh, yeah. And I do think the cocoa makes a difference. But we even have a blood pressure formula. That has cocoa extract in it. You know, we've, we've actually had that. Matter of fact, we've I, had that for years, even I'll before you, the big study started coming out. A little clinical pearl on that one today. Uh, I've got a gentleman who's in the military, and he's had issues with his blood pressure. And he's been coming in. For, we've been working with him, or I've been working with him now for probably three or four months. Had some issues. Blood pressure uh, was one of them. High cholesterol. Okay, we put him on our red yeast rice extract. Boom. Cholesterol came down. Now, he came in today. His blood pressure started out, it was like 160-ish, 155, 160, over 95. You know, sometimes it'd be top out at 98, 99, you know, that kind of stuff. He came in today, and he was kind of worried. You could tell he had kind of a look on his face. <laughs> he said, well, I, I really need you to check my blood pressure, Doc. And he's been on this vascular support BP for a while. And I, I set him down. And he just walked in off the street. I didn't give him time to rest or anything. I just set him down, took his blood pressure. 121 over 72. That's amazing. That's a big difference. I, I asked him, he's a sergeant in the, in the military. I said, Sarge, when's the last time you saw your blood pressure like that? He said, Doc, I can't remember. Yeah. He said he really couldn't. So, yeah, happy so camper. if you do have high blood yeah. pressure, the vascular support BP is, is great, is effective, and yeah. it actually can be added to a lot of medications because we actually oh, we see a lot of people time, that yeah. already are on medication and it still is high. Yeah. So adding to it, and it has a combination of things to it. It actually has your hawthorn and your right. magnesium and your cocoa extract and grapeseed extract. And yeah. um has quite a few different things in it. It really does. It's, so, and it, it seems to work because, yes. like I say, this gentleman, 
I mean, you know, it might hard. take a week or two to work. It's not it's an instant. It's about six weeks. Yeah, it, t- it takes a while. Yeah. I tell people that one, the longer you take it, the better it works. He was living proof of that today. Yeah. Now, another thing, and this is what we call in the scary department. Yes. Um, there's a higher dimension risk. Dementia. Now, that's, for, yeah, that's really not good. Okay. But there's a higher dementia risk linked to the, some of the more common, even over-the-counter drugs. Yeah. And this was actually published in the Internal Medicine Journal, yeah, JAMA. JAMA. Yeah, yeah. So it was one of the big journals. Yeah. So it's not just somebody's, you know, saw a little thing and they thought, you know, themselves. It was actually done on a, on a decent study. Mm-hmm. And the common anticholinergic drugs. Mm-hmm. There's a few that probably people Benadryl. Oh yeah, Benadryl. Common over the counter drug. Yeah, you can buy it. You know, now, there's a lot of other drugs that are considered to be in this class as well. There are that. You know, and, and, and you know, folks may have been taking those for sleep, like Cinequine and so on. And, and, and even and, in this study, they looked at some of the, they even said they named a few of the common ones specifically mm-hmm. in the study mm-hmm. that were actually, they looked specifically at some of the tricyclic antidepressants, like Cinequine. Mm-hmm. They actually looked at the some of the antihistamines, like Chlortrimeton Chlor- mm-hmm. and Benadryl. Mm-hmm. And then the other group that they really looked at were some of the bladder control, like Ditropan. You know, and I would have to say, and if if you're listening out there and you're a female over, say, I don't know, 45, 50, something like that, chances are you may have had Ditropan either offered to you because of some bladder leakage and that kind of thing that happens as we get older, you know, and so on. Uh, That's one of the most common drugs there is, the Ditropan, Ditropan XL, and so on. And those things, they're what they call the anticholinergic uh, medications. Common, over-the-counter stuff. I mean, ditch brand's not, but, you know. And the bad thing is, they're linked to some pretty serious dementias. Yeah. Which and is not good. Nowadays, with everybody getting dementia anyway. It, well, they want to call every dementia Alzheimer's. They want to call it all Alzheimer's, yeah. and it's not. A lot of it, they, they even say on this study, developing dementia, including Alzheimer's. But I do think most Alzheimer's is misdiagnosed, and it's just a lot de- of it it's is, dementia. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still the same thing. Yeah. You still don't know where you are, and you there's a lot of things you don't know, and... You have a lot of problems, and it is a dementia, but a lot of it is what they call senile dementia. Right. Or Alzheimer's, but they've linked, they said these drugs are linked to both. And that's kind of scary because that's something that people are purposefully doing, thinking that it has absolutely no bad effects to it. You know, and and even like that Ditropan, you know, there are alternatives, folks. Yes. I mean, that's one thing we want to get across. You know, even things like Ditropan, we have a compound that we use quite often for this, for the bladder control issues. It's called Pedidolex. It does work. Oh, it works like a charm. I've got a ton of women. Yeah, we have lots of people. Now, most of the research on it is for migraine headaches. You know, that's kind of weird, but it's true. It is, but it actually releases, I mean, it relaxes the smooth muscle. Right. And some of the smooth muscle around the head is the same that's in the bladder. Same thing. And so when you relax, most of the research, and I guess there's more people with migraine headaches, and that's why they research it more. Yeah. But we have found we probably have more people taking it for bladder control. You know, we've got a couple of uh, neurologists in our area that send people in for the uh, Pedidolex simply because of uh, migraine headaches. Yeah. And what's funny is a lot of them that come in complaining of migraine, especially if you're female, you know, 55 and so on up in that range, they say, well, and I say, well, it's we use for migraine headaches and bladder control. Well, hell, I got that too. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, so here so we got real, two things. So there's alternatives. <clears throat> right. And alternatives to 
Even the antidepressants. Uh, yeah. Like, tri- you know, like your old tricyclics, you know, Cinequine and so on. Yeah, you if, can, you're, if you're you doing know. it for depression, there's something like 5-HTP. 5-HTP is great. If you're doing it for sleep, look there's at more like, we have all kind of stuff for sleep. We Our actually have the tranquility. Fantastic. Works yeah, really well. Melatonin. Our best rest, the melatonin, mm-hmm. GABA. Mm-hmm. There are so many things that you can do for sleep, and even the 5-HTP that's for depression actually helps sleep as well. So well, it does, it does. that might do it too. Now, if you're mm-hmm. doing the Benadryl more for the antihistamine effect, we actually have something called Aller 7 Plus, and it works on allergies. So if you're doing it for the allergy part of it, then there's an alternative to that. We always have different alternatives in natural medicine for some of this medication that causes problems. That's true. And, you know, one of the things that we, we kind of strive to do is if – you know, use the least amount. Uh, I mean, if something natural that doesn't have any particular side effects, that's what you want to try first. You don't want to try the harshest drug there is out there because if you're not careful, it'll cause some side effects like dementia. Uh, we don't want to talk about that one. Okay, well, we're about to wrap this section up. We're going to come back and we're going to be talking about anemias. Yeah. Right? Mm. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Tonight, we're talking about our main subject is going to be anemia. Which are very, very, very common. I was going to say, it's probably one of the most common problems that we see. It is. It it, is is one that we see a lot of. And I think I saw the statistics like 3.5 million Americans actually are probably anemic. And that's probably the ones that have been diagnosed. Yeah, I was going to say there's tons um, of walking around. So there's probably a lot more that don't know they're anemic. Right. And, but is a very common problem. Right. Because we see it daily. It is. You know, a lot of people don't, I guess, truly understand or know what is anemia. Yeah. So that's what what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about. Anemia is when there's not enough hemoglobin in the person's blood or even the red blood cells being low to where they can 
they can't well, carry oxygen. I was going to say, what does hemoglobin do, Janine? It carries oxygen. Exactly. And so think about it. If you don't get the oxygen in your body like you should, right? it can cause all kinds of problems. I'm serious. It and some people get really severe. I mean, anemias can be anywhere from mild, moderate to severe, just like anything else. And, of course, the, the mild ones may not cause severe problems where it might not kill you, but the severe ones can. They, they truly can. You know, it, it's kind of interesting. We, we have these things show up so many times. <clears throat> and as just last week, I guess we can talk about this, we had a particular lady that you yeah. dealt with. We've dealt with her, both of us have over the years, but uh, she came back in after some time and, and come back to see us. Right. We had not seen her, and she'd went to a regular doctor and right. had complaints, and they told her that she needed an antidepressant. And she said, <laughs> I'm not depressed. That's not my problem. I'm tired. There's something wrong. You know, there's something wrong. I'm not thinking straight. I can't see. I mean, there's so many things, so many symptoms going on. I'm fatigued. I can't can't do what I did before. There's something wrong. And they pretty much did not do lab work. Right. They did not. And she finally came to us and she said, I know y'all do lab work because like we've told everybody, we do a lot of lab work. We do. If you don't know what's going on, you don't know how to change it. I mean, if you don't know... I always say you can look at somebody, and you can't tell if they are healthy or not by looking at them. Mm. They can look perfectly healthy on the outside, and the inside not be. That's true. So first thing we do is lab work. Well, when I got her values back, I immediately called her, and we sent her to the emergency room because she needed a blood transfusion. She was that anemic. And she was still walking around, sort of. Uh, I mean, she she was was having difficulties, but, you know, she was tired. She was that tired, folks. But that's somebody that, you know, you look at her, and she actually... You know, looked right. fairly healthy. You know, as far if you looked at her, she's you know nice, bright, cheerful kind of yeah. person. Yeah. So, so you, we wouldn't uh, know you and, and she looked good. Yeah. You look at her and say, "Well, you look pretty good." Yeah. Here's <laughs> she, the antidepressant. She isn't one that you looked at and thought, "Oh, you look anemic." Yeah. You know, what I mean, you don't. And so well, she didn't have the pale skin. I no, mean, she's she always didn't. kind of fair skin, but I mean, she didn't have any of the real you know bad things like that. The pale, real pale. So skin if you well. really have a lot of symptoms mm-hmm. and you're not getting anywhere with your doctor, call us and get blood work. Yeah, I mean, I would have to say that's probably the best advice we can give you. You know, we have this all the time. I mean, I, literally, folks that uh, have listened to this program, and they call us and say, well, you know, I I really think I need to do this lab work because of, and they've got a symptom right. or something that we've talked about here, and it, just like this anemia stuff. And this anemia stuff is so common. It is. I mean, it truly is that common. And it's so simple to do some simple, honestly simple blood work. And, and in most cases... Even some far-reaching places that we've dealt with, you know, over over the show here in the United States. Now, if you're out of country, I'm sorry we can't help you, but uh, you can send us your lab work. We yeah. look at it. We'll tell. We give you recommendations. And we can for recommend, that. or right. maybe what to ask your doctor to check, because yeah, we have a lot exactly. of people that we can give recommendations right. on. You know, a lot of times the doctors don't like you telling them what to do, but it's your health and your life, so you have to take care of yourself. Uh, and especially here in America, now that we have the Obamacare, yeah, uh, we're going to have to take care of ourselves. You can't. I mean, you know, I asked somebody the other day. They were talking about, well, you know, we got this insurance and this Obamacare and everything. I said, all right, let me ask you something. Name me one thing that our government has done and done well, other than spend money. I could, they couldn't think of one. Okay, so there you go. If you got to, even if you got insurance, you've got to take care of yourself, and that's what it all boils down to. Right. Now, back to our back anemia. to anemias. Um, what are some of the causes, Janine? Actually, there's a lot of causes. Well, that's true. Now, what are some of the symptoms is the first thing I think we want to talk oh, about. Oh, well, you haven't talked about that? No, I think we want to talk oh. about the symptoms first. Oh, okay. I thought we kind of covered that, but that's no, okay. but there's quite a few. Yeah. Being the 
probably the most common one that we see. Tired. Is fatigue. Yeah, I'm so tired. Now, fatigue can be so many different things, which is, again, why you need lab work. Mm, Right. But fatigue is probably the biggest thing. Now, Mm -hmm. there's you can get dizzy because you're probably about to pass out. If it gets bad enough. Actually, we see that one quite a bit. Is dizziness, headache. Especially if they they happen to be sitting and go standing. Yeah. From sitting to standing, and they'll get dizzy for a little bit. And a lot of times And you mentioned pale skin. I mean, but not all pale skin is anemia. Some people are just... Fair complected. So, so just pale face, you can't right? always go by that. Now, right. one thing a lot of times I see in people, but it's not something that's very subtle, but people will come in and I'll notice that the white of their eyes are mm-hmm. bluing. Now that, that's actually one of the sig- uh, signals that's in the book. Uh, one which, of the symptoms which is hypoxic. I mean, it right. means they don't have enough oxygen. And when you don't have enough oxygen, you start getting, and, and if the white of the eye starts getting bluish, that is a sign. Now, right. you can't say 100% of the time, but I always, when I look at somebody's eyes and I see that, I say, you need to be checked for anemia. Right. And what is one of the classic signs? Remember we had one of, when uh, many years ago, one of your friends chewing on ice. Oh, chomping on ice. If Just you, chomp, if you chomp, have chomp. this urge that you cannot stop and all you do is want to chew ice, you absolutely need to have lab work done for anemia. I promise you there's something wrong. That is almost like 99% symptom. Yeah, that's a giveaway. If somebody comes in and they're chewing on ice, it's almost yeah. always. You know, and we anemia. actually... You know, I don't understand that symptom, to be honest with you, because I don't know why chewing on ice. But it, it's, it, a, it's a primal instinct. But it, it really does, is. But ice don't have iron in it. So I really don't understand... I mean, I guess some water does, depending on where the water supply comes from. Yeah, it's not so much about that. It's just about that, that chewing. Chewing. You know, chewing. chewing. But yeah. chomping on ice. If you chomp yeah. on ice, you absolutely need to have your iron levels checked and anemia checked. Yeah, because it's almost a giveaway. It, it really is. is. That really is one of the ones. Yeah. And some people even get real cold because their circulation's not quite right. as good. Now, one symptom you don't see as much in books, but I was anemic as a kid, and the symptom is there. And a lot of times the doctors ignore it is pain in the legs, right. aching, mm-hmm. and I can always tell if I need to increase my iron by the aching in my legs. Right, and it is a severe pain. And they used to always tell my mom when I was a kid that it was growing pains. Well, it wasn't. It was an iron deficiency. Growing is not painful. No, okay, <laughs> it was really painful. And so when you have that kind of pain in your legs, now I mean pain in the legs can be a lot of different things also, yes, but you can, yeah. It really is a different feeling, and it's a deep ache. Right. So if you have that, and you chomp on ice, and you're dizzy, and you're tired, you might want to get checked for anemias. Yeah, you know, and like I say, it's really simple, simple blood work. It is. But just like this lady that was in just recently, she'd been going to the doctor for three months. And they, had, they didn't even do the simple stuff. They didn't even do the simple stuff. They just said, here's an antidepressant. Now, when she okay. came to us, she was like, I have terrible cardiac risk. I want to do everything. So yeah. we really, on her, did a lot of lab work. We made her real in Her didn't we? cardiac stuff was perfect. <laughs> I, I was like, okay, we do not need to recheck this again. Your cardiac stuff is perfect. Yeah. That is not your problem. Right. Problem is the nutrients. Yeah, it's those basic nutrients, like iron and so on. You know, and, you know, some of the causes, you know, and of course, you know, females, yeah. obviously, um, that females can, you know, with their heavy menstrual cycles, things like that, can really be, they, and it can sneak up on you because it's a slow, slow, slow blood loss. So you don't realize it. Like if you go cut yourself right. and start and bleeding you, out, you know, that's a different you go type. Quick. That you right. get anemic, but it happens so suddenly. Right. But with the cycle, if somebody's cycle just keeps getting a little heavier, and a little, a little heavier, heavier, and a little heavier, then eventually they, they lose blood slowly, so they accommodate for it. 
they actually, their body accommodates, but there's only so much accommodation you can get to. I mean, there's only, there's a point. There's a point of no return. And, and when you get to that point, and, and I, I remember uh, one of the oncologists that we used to work with, I think he's retired now. He was real funny. We said, it's been 15, Yeah, this was a long ago, time ago. 15, 18 years ago, something like that. Sent him, we faxed him over a lab on a lady that was, you know, like but you that, said. That, and she did have a blood transfusion yeah. also. She actually she, had two units And blood. she was one that was an older woman yeah. that was not having a cycle. Right. And usually in them, you have to rule out any type of GI bleed. Now, in her case, she had none. No. She had no other problem other than a severe iron deficiency. I remember his comment, though. Ooh, she two quarts low. Yeah, he he did. He (laughs) said he was foreigner. He's really funny. He said, is she conscious? I said, yes, she is conscious. But and actually, is, we had to find her. She was gambling. Yes. And her right. daughter had to go find her at the casino. But, but she <laughs> So she was away. well enough for that, but yet she was so anemic yeah. that the hematologist thought that she was probably unconscious. Right. And so you accommodate and right. you adapt. And she had probably adapted for a long time, but she was about to get to that point to where she was not going to be able to adapt anymore. That's true. But you so know, blood loss. And whether it could be something like a cancer. It could be it a could cancer. Be ulcers. Um, Ulcers are another common one. Another one that we see commonly mm-hmm. is hemorrhoids. Yes. Um, bleeding hemorrhoids. And that can be in both men and women. Yes, it can. And so some people think, oh, well, my hemorrhoids are bleeding. It's no big deal. Well, if your hemorrhoids are bleeding, for one, we have something that stops that. Oh, yes. Something called diosmin HMC can stop yeah. that. But another thing is you need to be checked for anemia. Right. Because I have seen people that almost bled to death through hemorrhoids. They, they they truly can. I mean, they really and truly, it's, it can be that bad in some individuals. I know a lot of us probably don't think so, but it can be. You know, something else we see a lot of men. Now, we've talked about the women. <clears throat> men who have poor absorption, mm-hmm. especially if you're, say, I don't know, north of 65 we, or so. Actually, it's usually a little older maybe, but. No, but still north but still, of 65. Yeah. Right? And if you get those guys, and, and oh, one of the absolute biggest is those folks taking the acid Acid reducers. reducers. Yes. <clears throat> that stuff probably creates more problems, anemia being one of them, than anything else. I, we had a gentleman, he's, uh, he's 79 years old. Hey, but let me ask you, how many of you 79-year-olds can do 14 chin-ups in a row without stopping? Right? This guy's that kind of guy. I mean, he's an exercise freak. He really is. When I'm 79, I hope I can still do that. So, But Mr. Ben came in, and he said... He's something, he, was, he was tired. He wasn't able to do as many chin-ups and things. I was like, my God, what's, how many can you do? Only 10 or something, you know? And he said, no, no, really, Doc. He said, I, I, I'm tired. So we went, he, he goes to the VA. So he went and got his lab work. He brought it back. He's anemic. I said, well, what are they doing about this? About what? I said, about your anemia. They didn't say anything about it. I said, well, you're anemic. I showed it to him. He said, oh. So I put him on some iron and B12 and folate. Bingo. Two weeks later, he's doing the 14 to 16 Chin-ups every day. Like, yeah. You know, and just that fast. Just because you're old don't make mean you have to feel bad. That's true. And that's what a lot of times in medicine that we see. Oh, yeah. If they blame everything on your age. Ah, uh, it's just your age. And if you're getting a little anemic, they don't even mention it. Because well, that's like that little guy. anemia won't kill you, but it will affect your life. Well, it's just like that fella. He wasn't bad. He didn't need a transfusion or anything like that. He just needed a little bit of iron. He was, was taking, simple. he was taking a little something that blocked his uh, absorption a little bit. So we fixed that. We got his digestion straightened out. And bingo, he's a new man now. Yeah. Now he's 80. He just had a birthday. So I think, yeah. Well, like I said, the, the, the anemia is when you look at what causes them. Sometimes it is medication. Sometimes it's ulcers, which sometimes comes from stress. It could be a poor diet. 
And when we mentioned underlying cancers, we found somebody's cancer probably a year or two ago by him being anemic. It was a man in his 50s, totally abnormal to be anemic. Yeah. The first thing we said is you need to go have colonoscopy. And sure enough. And sure enough, he had colon cancer. So sometimes getting this blood work screening is not just about finding the simple things, but finding other things that you might not know about. That's true. Okay, folks, we're going to have to wrap this section up. We'll be back just in a moment. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Uh, Just to clear up what the guy with the big voice said about our email, it's jfox. And spell out Doctors Nutrition, Fox at and D-O-C-T-O-R-S-N-U-T-R-I-T-I-O-N.com. Okay, now, we're talking... <laughs> that's a long one. <laughs> that's a long one. It really is. But you can do it. And you and I actually, there is, I have a personal email also now, and it's Janine at DoctorsNutrition.com. So right. either one. Mm-hmm. Either one. <clears throat> and, and if you got a, you know, if there's something that's just chewing at you, you know, you think, yeah, boy, I'd really like to hear them talk about so-and-so. Send Let us, us email. know. <clears throat> yeah. We'll jump on it. Yeah, we, we want to know bashful. what topics people want to hear. Now, we're not bashful. No, not at all. <clears throat> okay. Now, we're talking about anemia, mm-hmm. and, and we've talked about this thing and said, my goodness, this is not good. Now, can it be treated? Definitely. Well, sure. Now, yeah. Like I said, the first step with, with treating with, is finding out what causes it. I was going to say. I mean, you always got to find the cause. I mean, of course, like we mentioned, if it's hemorrhoids, you got to fix the hemorrhoids, and then you still got to treat it, but you have to fix the underlying problem. Right, you got to find out if you're bleeding somewhere. You know, we do a lot of it occult, uh, blood occult. Uh, we do. We can do that. Yeah, and we do all that so stuff. we we can do other testing to see if it looks like you're bleeding from somewhere. If it's right. just a true iron deficiency. Now, if you're a woman having an irregular cycle or a heavy cycle, Big we one. have to get to the bottom of that. Right. Um, there's things that we can do to actually help the cycle. 
um, to where you don't bleed as heavy. Remember dim? The dim. Remember we had a show we about had that, Dr. Seligs right? a few weeks ago or maybe even a month ago. Was that was on ago, talking yeah. about dim. That is really big. I have a few women that I had to tr- um, send for blood transfusions because of cycles. Mm-hmm. And now they're on dim and their cycle's normal. And that's what you have to do is you have to normalize the cycle if that's what's causing it. If that's it, yeah. Now, but we always, no matter what the cause, and you're iron deficient, got to put you on iron. Yep. And what's the biggest complaint we hear about it makes other me, iron? makes me constipated. Right. Not. Hurts my stomach, makes yep. me constipated. I knew I was iron deficient, but I can't take it. Yep. I hear that a lot. We hear that lot. daily. You can take it. you got to take the right form. Yeah, we put together a form of iron, and it's actually called a bisglycinate. Bis meaning two. two. And glycine is just an amino acid. So we took an iron, and we literally plugged in uh, a glycine molecule on either side of it. And so now the body looks at it and says, huh, that looks like a protein. Right. It doesn't look like iron anymore. So it's much more absorbable. Right. Iron hurts your stomach and makes you constipated when yes. you can't absorb it. Right. And so you want the most absorbable iron you can get. And you know, and what bad thing is, is a lot of times medically they'll use ferrous sulfate. Which is your least absorbable iron. Just go out and lick that rust off your bumper. About the same thing. Well, actually, cars got plastic bumpers now. But anyhow, you know what? You get the idea. <laughs> the old bumpers. The old bumper. Find an old pickup truck that's got a rusty bumper. Lick on that. Same thing. Ferrous sulfate. Just plain old rust. And it's not, right. not, not meant for human consumption. So you want a good source of iron. And right. ours is actually called... OptiFE plus. FE is the chemical. And FE means iron, 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 and plus means that we actually do a blood building formula. It actually has what? B12 it has and folate, the right? methylcobalamin and right. the five methyl tetrahydrofolate, and it does have a little vitamin C for absorption. Now, speaking of vitamin C, C increases the absorption of iron. It does. So, if somebody is really anemic, we'll also a lot of times tell them they need to take C as well, especially with their meals. Yes, because that way they can absorb it better. Now there are. One thing that inhibits the absorption of iron, and we always tell people that are iron deficient, <laughs> yeah. is tea. Yes. Now, tea has its own benefits, just like coffee, like we talked about earlier. Yes, it does. But it does inhibit the absorption of iron. There's a compound in tea, Janine, that is called tannins. Tannin. And mm-hmm. those tannins actually inhibit or block the absorption of iron. And I, over the years, we have actually seen several uh, people, a lot of them men, believe it or not, uh, they drink huge, they amounts, drink of huge tea, amounts of tea, and they're anemic. And they become anemic over a period of time. Right. They don't eat such a, an iron-rich diet anyhow. And when they do, if, you know, if you drink, you know, I had one tell me they drank two gallons of um, sweet tea a day. That's, you know. For one, a, the sugar. For the sugar was bad enough. Another is the, the, the tannins. You know, yeah. stopping absorption of other nutrients. Yeah. And what we tell people is if you have to drink tea and you're anemic, Drink it in between meals. In between. And in between and not when you take your iron. Exactly. So don't do it at the same time so it doesn't inhibit absorption. Right. Now, if somebody is has iron overload, which we've talked about that before, and we do see that as well. We see that as well. We have them mm-hmm. drink tea with, their, with meals. their meals. So it just depends on your problem. Well, That's why, again, blood if, you, work. if you do your blood work, yeah. you know what you're doing. But because you know if not, we don't know to tell you that. Don't they say that knowledge is power? Right. And if you're going to be powerful, you have to have knowledge. And the best way to get your knowledge about your health is a simple blood work. Right. And you definitely don't want to guess. No, guessing. When you go and you tell your doctor you don't feel good and they write your prescription without doing any type of lab work, they're guessing. Uh, Yeah. And that happens a lot. More than you know. Okay. So, no doubt, iron deficiency. And it takes about, and with iron deficiency anemias, it takes a couple weeks to build blood. 
takes it 10 to 14 yeah, days. Yeah, 10 to 14 yeah. days. And so what we normally do, if somebody's pretty severe, we wait a couple of weeks and recheck and see if they're coming up. You don't want to assume that it's getting better. You want to make sure. So when it's, when it's bad enough, if it's a mild anemia that's not going to kill you, we don't check it that quick. But we'll if it is something that's really bad, you do want to check it again. That's so right. that is actually how we treat the iron deficiency anemia is with a very absorbable iron called OptiFE+. Right. Now, there's also foods that you can eat that are well, high are. in iron. There are. Yeah. Red meat, for one. Yep. Now, make sure it's organic, preferably you know, grass-fed or whatever that animal tends to eat, you know. Now, a lot of people, you know, have been scared away from red meat and scared away from, is one reason why there's more people that are anemic. Uh, I think so, because they don't eat things like liver anymore. Right. You know, there, there's an old expression in, in nutrition, like when on an animal, you ate from the nose to the tail. Now, we just, we just eat certain parts of the animal, and they tend to, you know, they've, they've kind of got everybody scared off of the uh, uh, red meat thing, so people don't eat the iron-rich meats and things like, for instance, um, uh, the, the liver and so on. And that's where you're going to pick up a lot of your iron. That's the most iron is stored in that liver, and that you know beef liver is really a good So you habit. do, I mean, liver, red mm-hmm. meat, dark turkey meat, not the light. Nope, dark. Got to have dark meat. I mean, shrimp has some iron. Actually, spinach has good iron. Yes, it does. And even blackstrap molasses has a little some iron. It does. I mean, we don't want a huge amount of sugar, but so we don't right. want to use huge amounts of it, but it is pretty good. Uh, put a little of that, and a lot of people use that in their, some of their cooking and stuff. Just put a tablespoon of that in uh, stews and things to make it taste good. And even so, another, you know, the groups that are most likely to have iron deficiencies, other than the ones we already talked about, we already talked about women, you know, having heavy cycles. Mm-hmm. Now, we didn't mention women during pregnancy. Oh, well, that's... Now, that is definitely showing, yeah. a high risk because, of course, the baby's taking the nutrients from you and you right. lose... And iron is one of the nutrients that the they have to have a lot of during right. pregnancy. Most prenatals have a higher amount, but even then, you want to check to see if you're getting enough. Right. So, a lot of times, we even supplement more iron with pregnant women. Now, little kids, you know, small, Infants. up to two, yeah, up to two, mm-hmm. they're growing... They need the extra iron. Now, you do not want ec- way extra iron because iron can be toxic. It sure can. It's you one know, of the so, most toxic things to Right. So making sure, I always tell a mom that's breastfeeding, you know, they need to take adequate iron. So therefore, their milk has adequate iron. Exactly. Mother it's the safest way. Best. It's the safest right. way to give an infant iron is for the mom to do it and breastfeed. So that is one of the ways. And of course, people... You know, you mentioned over 65. We yeah. start seeing anemias. I really say it's probably more over 70. And I do see, and it really is a problem with a lot of people as they mature. Yeah, we don't like the O word, so. Um, they stop eating as much meat. You know, It's harder yeah. to chew. Well, I was going to say they can have tooth problems. Uh, they can have digestive issues. And so they, for whatever reason... They'll cut back on the consumption of the meat, and that's really yeah. probably not the, because they're not going to get as much protein. They're right. not going to get a lot. They of usually the we start right. seeing protein deficiencies, iron and, deficiencies, mm-hmm. things like that. So that is difference. And actually, as people get older, they're more likely to be on blood thinners. You know, and that's a well. It's not. I mean, it's huge. Now, know, think, sometimes even the young people now. But, I was going to say it's even young people now. But you know, the things like Plavix and Coumadin and heparin and so on, and, and, and you know, Zarelto, and you name all. There's tons of them out there. Effiant and so on, uh, and even aspirin. Yeah, aspirin's I mean, a big one. And even if you're not bleeding to death, you get small leaks. Yes, and that's enough to lose a little bit of blood here and there to where you start getting iron deficient. Right, and, and so over a period of time, if you take it long term. 
And that's, you know, and I mean, right now we have got America on this baby aspirin kick. And yeah. believe me, there's better alternatives for that, too. So, And, uh, then, an, uh, and then another group of people is gastric bypass. Now, you, oh, that yeah. used to not be common, but now it is. Right. And so people that have had gastric bypass are real common. They can't absorb as well. Pretty it's much more a, about absorption. Pretty much any of the, uh, the, whether it's a sleeve or gastric bypass yeah. or, or, uh, any or, or any of the weight loss surgeries. Right, any of those weight loss surgeries. And then also the people now that have the Crohn's. Irritable bowel and Crohn's. Yeah, they Those tend to actually tend to get a little anemic, too, because sometimes they do have bleeding from the bowels. They do. So that's the group of people that I would say are probably the most likely mm-hmm. to have the iron deficiencies. Right. And now there are other anemias. Now, one thing I didn't mention about the iron deficient anemias. What's another that? thing, and it's, it's rare, but it's possible, is another cofactor that makes a difference in the absorption of iron and utilization is copper. Well, yeah, you can actually have a copper uh, You can anemia. actually have a copper anemia, but a lot right. of times they've even seen that sometimes the copper deficiencies will mm-hmm. tend to make iron deficiencies. Well, because you can't utilize it. Right. So even though you might have enough iron, you can't utilize yeah. it. And copper is one you don't want to just go take a huge amount of, but no. again, it's a nutrient that you can check if you have an anemia that is not clearing up. If it doesn't respond. That's one that, right. you know, it's not a common thing. It's not the most, you know, thing that we see the most. But it is, it is possible. But, you know, I'd say uh, we've been doing this for, I don't know, a long time, uh, 20-some years, yeah. I guess. And over that 20-something years, we've actually seen several uh, copper deficiencies. Right, where that's why they weren't mm-hmm. building up even they with the iron, even with respond. everything else they're taking. So if you have an anemia, you know the source, the mm-hmm. source is fixed, you're taking all the nutrients, and you're still not building, yeah. iron might be something to check. And you can actually do a simple blood copper. test for it. No, copper. Yeah, copper. I'm copper, sorry. Right. Yeah, we we'll go check for iron anyway. Yeah, iron anyway, yeah. but you want to check copper. Yeah, because we we check you know the copper and the zinc and things like that. Those are those are pretty. They're not the most common test you do. Yeah, but believe me, we, we do, do a lot of them, and and we find some. Now, even though the zinc things. doesn't affect the anemias, anemias no. you always want to check copper and zinc together because if you take copper, you're going to deplete your zinc if it's not adequate. That's true. So they kind of work together. So yeah, that's so uh, that's a biggie. Yeah. All right. Well, we're we're uh, we're moving right along with this anemia thing. Yeah. No, there's a, there's other other types of anemia. Yeah. I think that's uh, we're going to kind of get started with it, and then we're going to mm-hmm. have to come up on a break here. Right. But you know, one of the biggies is the B12 anemia. Oh yeah, that's the next next biggest one. We well, actually it might be even as big as the iron deficiency. I, I think it's honestly, as big as iron. Yeah. Because we see a lot of the B12 deficiencies, and they actually call it pernicious anemia. Right. And then the other one. And I think we've touched on this on some other shows, and that's the folic acid thing. Oh, yeah. And that's because of the methylation. And we're going to talk a lot more about that you know, when we come back in the next segment. But that, that folic acid or inability to methylate folic acid because plain folic acid is useless to the human body. Right. It has to be a certain form. Okay, we're about to wrap this little segment up, and we'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face. 
and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we're talking about the anemias, and we've talked about a lot about the various iron anemias. Yeah, we have. Now There's we're going to... other interesting points that we need to talk right. about. Right. And before we get into the B12 anemia, yeah. we're going to actually talk about some of the other anemias that there's... Inherited. Inherited. Exactly. We have the inherited blood disorders like the thalassemia. Right, the Mediterranean descent. Right. right, right. Mm-hmm. And the sickle cell anemia, which right, the African-Americans they actually have where their cells are not shaped properly. So right. they don't utilize their hemoglobin properly and they do have problems. Now, right. even though there is not a cure and you cannot fix sickle cell or thalassemia, right. one thing that has been shown to be beneficial for both of those anemias is taking the folic acid. Right. And because there's so many people that can't utilize regular folic acid, we do suggest the 5-methyltetrahydrofolate in people with that disorder. Right. You know, and, and you brought up an interesting thing there in that 5-methyltetrahydrofolate. We call it 5-MTHF. Mm-hmm. Actually, about 40% of the population out there doesn't methylate folic acid well. So they're at risk for some of the, you know, not only some anemias, but some other issues that might right. come up from that, too. That, exactly. But that anemia is always one of those things, and that's that's something that, and I'd say 40% of the population. And then somebody with a thalassemia in the right. sickle cell, you always want to check the B12 as well, but they may or may not have that. Yeah. And even though iron deficiency, it looks like an iron deficiency sometimes on lab work, thalassemia, it's not. Right. But I have run into a few people with thalassemia that also had an iron deficiency. So you have to check levels so you know. It's not the common, but you want to know what you're dealing with. You know, I guess you, you brought up an interesting point there, Janine, because a lot of times you get these things like thalassemia, you think, oh, well, that's, that's not iron. But if you do the iron panel as well, we always do an iron right. panel and B12 folate and all that as far as our little anemia panel. And if you do all that along with your CBC and so on, you know this person either does or doesn't need iron. Right, or maybe because they need more iron B12. is toxic if you don't need it. Iron can be so very you just, toxic. So you don't want it if you don't need it. Right. Now, other anemias that actually is the hemolytic anemias. Now, those yeah, can be pretty bad. They can. They can be caused by their certain medications can cause it. Um, certain chemicals 
toxins. Yes. So, and they actually can be inherited. Um, so the hemolytic anemia is when the cells break down too fast, and that is more of a medical emergency type of anemia. It can be. Right. It can be. So mm-hmm. you do want to, there's no nutrient to take to fix that. You really have to get to the root of the problem. Right. On and, that one. And it may very well be a, a, a genetic issue. Yes. You and know. then another group of people that have anemias that we see often is kidney disorders. Yeah. If the kidneys are not working properly, they don't make something called erythropoietin or epoietin. And epoietin actually tells the bone marrow to produce to red cells. blood cells. Yeah. yeah. And if the, if the bone marrow doesn't have somebody telling it what to do, the bone marrow doesn't do it. Right. So these people are always in trouble sometimes with And the, they might look like they're nutrient depleted, but they're, again, you got to check the levels to know which ones they may or may not need because just because they're anemic doesn't necessarily mean they need iron. Right. But some do. Um, but I do say with kidney disorder, we always try as much as possible to get the kidneys in better working form. Because there's things you can do for you kidney can. function. Right. And there is even a recent study that came out that was actually interesting to me. Now, we have not seen much. It, it's real recent that it came out. So we have not used it on a lot of people and don't know for sure how it works because right. we haven't used it. Is using apple cider vinegar, they say, can actually sometimes mimic epoetin. It's simply because of the chemical structure, I guess. Yeah, you know, and so and I honestly, I don't know for sure, because sometimes no. I see stuff on research, and then when we use it, we don't find that it works. No, um, but, but that, that's one that we just haven't that's tried. That's one yet. that just, I mean, the research you know is pretty what? new on it. That is something that's so simple, and, yeah. and, and you know, if you like, uh, I mean, gosh, you can just take a teaspoon of that stuff. Apple cider vinegar, yeah. and they say it can actually trigger the bone marrow to produce red blood cells. But you want to, if you're going to do that, you want to make sure that you're doing the organic kind. Right. You do want the organic with the mother, and you do right. want to dilute it because it can burn your throat. Ooh, it can. <laughs> it is strong. It is strong. <laughs> okay. So, back to the other common anemias, which is the pernicious anemia or the B12. Okay. So, the B12 anemias. Right. And... We see that one a lot. We do. And one of the, you know... You know, you want to say one of the biggest reasons is vegetarianism, but that's not always true because they there's no doubt problem, they all have, almost all vegetarians have a B12 deficiency. Pretty much. But we live in an area that is probably not huge in vegetarians. Uh, we have a few. We have a few. I mean, we have, we have our sure But we even see meat eaters that are actually B12 deficient. We do. And that, that can be absorption issues. It can be all sorts, you know, we see probably that as being the, one of the biggest issues is the uh, even the meat eaters here and yeah. so on, uh, and, and believe me, South Mississippi is loaded with those. But and they eat a lot of seafood and stuff where yeah. you normally should be. Which you normally would think you would get you, more. You get plenty of it. But they, if they have uh, digestive issues. And they're taking acid reducers. And, you know, that's one Again, that they do. They, they are taking those acid reducers, and sure enough, they're going to have problems. And, and we, we see a lot. And B12 is on most of our panels. So... It, we have over the years just added it to it because it's one that we, we see, see such so a deficiency often, right? And with B twelve deficiencies, it's not just about the anemias that it causes. I mean, when your B twelve gets low enough, it causes nerve damage. I was going to say neurological problems too. I mean, it's it can cause all kind of things. Everything from the uh, nerve pain in the foot and leg, right? Neuropathies, all the way dementia. To it dementia. It can cause dementia. It can cause so, all kind. Well, you know that folic acid could do the same thing. Yeah, so B12 is so important, yeah. so easy to check for, oh, yeah. and you want the right form when you supplement it. A methyl cobalamin. Right, you want a methylated B12. Right. It is much more absorbable. We always have people that come in and say, well, I have to take injectable B12, but I haven't taken it in two years. 
because I can't absorb the other. I said, you probably can't absorb cyanocobalamin. But when we actually use the methylated B12 that we use, it works as well as the injections do. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time they don't have what they used to call that intrinsic factor. Yes. Uh, which they can't break down. The old, the old form of B12 is something called cyanocobalamin. And yes, cyano means cyanide. cyanide. Okay. And cyanide is a kind of a naturally occurring molecule in the world. But that cyanide molecule has to be separated from that, co- that cobalamin, which is the B12. And a lot of folks cannot do that. Can't do that. Stomach. And if you right. can't, you can't absorb it. Because, but I mean, the methylcobalamin, you have a methyl group, which helps methylation. Right. And at the same time, it's easier to break down. And we just talked about methylation a week or right. ago, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the B12 is easily treated. With, it's you know, very easy it is, but you have to know that it's there. Yeah, same thing with any of these anemias, Janine. It goes back to, you know, we have to know, like mm-hmm. we've talked about you know, time and time again tonight even, you have to know, and the only way to know is to do the simple blood work to say, is this what I have or not? Because a lot of times we find, just like, for instance, somebody comes in and tells me they're fatigued all the time. Yes, I'm thinking anemias, and the other thing I'm thinking about, maybe it's a thyroid. Because yeah. thyroid can easily be part. So they can kind but of But it can be adrenals, too. I mean, adrenals. There are so many anything. things that fatigue. Fatigue is such a vague symptom. It, it's vague, but it is so common. It is. It now, is, I do know. say if they have chomping on ice and blue, oh, blueing of the eye whites, they're almost always you anemic. pretty well got that one. That one's out. almost always anemia. Yeah. So it just depends on the person. Like I said, in B12, a lot of the people with the severe B12 deficiencies, which we do see, mm-hmm. Have the tingling and numbness in their hands and feet. Yes, that's actually something that, that can happen quite often. Yeah. And, and it is something that we see a lot of. You know, and I, I think, you know, over the years, we've noticed that the lab quotas, so to speak, for B12 and so on has decreased. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's just a representation of how many people go to the lab and they take a makeup L curve out of it and all this good stuff, statistics. And what we're seeing is that. America really is becoming sicker and sicker and sicker. Oh, yeah. So, you well, know, the diet's that, usually getting worse than most people. Yeah, I'd say so. You know, they're more packaged processed food. It doesn't have any nutrients in it. You know, uh, the, you know, it goes back to, you know, if you're eating something, they say it's fortified with so-and-so. Don't eat it because they screwed it up to begin with. You, and then they had to re-fortify it with something. Right. So you and don't want that. if you look, all the foods that are fortified with folic acid. Yes. It's fortified with the folic acid that 40% of the population can't use and actually is harmful when they eat. It can be. So and that is another anemia, is the another. folic acid deficiency. That gets into that 5-MTHF stuff that we're talking about. And like I say, 40% of the population have issues with that. 40%. It's a genetic disorder where they right. can't utilize folic acid properly. Now, 20% have a double mutation, they which they really all. can't use it. No. And then you have, and, and it increases things like dementia and heart disease and things like that. Depression. Depression. Mm-hmm. Um, we see a lot of that. So that's another very important one. If we see somebody that has an anemia and it's not iron and it's not B12 and their folic acid looks sky high on lab work because it will look high because you can't use it. It just builds up. Then you got to think about that genetic disorder. Yeah, I don't know how many of those we've spotted over the years where we've yeah. seen that. Actually, that pattern, you know, the decent B12, the iron's okay. And that folic acid, and these people are not taking folic acid at all. They're not supplementing it. And it's sky high. And you do that uh, genetic test. It's uh, what they call a methyl tetrahydrofolate reductase test. And sure enough. Sure enough. They have the mutation. So there's always testing. You want to test to make sure to see what's going on with you. And like I say, hopefully you've learned something about um, anemias tonight. 
And perhaps uh, you think, well, maybe I have some of that because I've got some of these symptoms. Simple. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We'll we'll find out for you. That's for sure. Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, inflammation. Chronic inflammation and things that that can do to you. Boy, that does everything. Oh, yeah. All right. So next week, join us again. We're going to be talking about inflammation. Thank you for being with us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Doctors Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.